podcast. Hi, welcome to Amuse Bouche Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Jordan. Joining me this week is my friend, Kevin Budnick. He is a comic artist and illustrator based out of Chicago. Say hi, Kevin. Hi. Hi. So, Kevin, what did you eat this week? Let's see. I, I ate a lot of trail mix. I recently started a job at Whole Foods. And when, I, when I'm at work, sort of like, you know, you get like a lunch break for like half an hour or whatever, but I never really feel like I want to eat like a big meal or anything. Mm-hmm. Like I could go to the hot bar, I could get like a slice of pizza or whatever. But what I've been doing most of the time is just going to like the bulk section and mm-hmm. filling up like a big paper bag full of trail mix and then like snacking on that during my like 15 minute break and then mm-hmm. like my half hour break. So like I felt like that way also <coughs> when I was working retail mm-hmm. is that I didn't want to eat something really heavy if I knew I was going to be like on my feet exactly. again for another four hours. Yeah, I always had a really hard time with that. Yeah, because it really does like it makes you sort of tired or it mm-hmm. makes you feel just like full and like, feel, like it's yeah, hard to talk full. to people. Yeah, especially if you're trying to cram like a meal in like a thirty minute break mm-hmm. and like you also want to go to the bathroom and mm-hmm. just like you're trying to hit all those boxes in that thirty minute break. Yeah, and I always felt really rushed and that usually made me feel kind of sick yeah it stresses you out yeah yeah that's for sure so whole foods must work really well for you though like it's a really good discount it's really nice it's a 20 percent discount across like all the stores i can like so you can go, go to, to whole foods them. anywhere and i yeah. can get like a 20 percent discount do you get 20 percent off the hot bar uh everything oh, that's except awesome. for i think there are some items alcohol no uh, alcohol is also included mm. yeah it's pretty cool that is pretty great it's really nice do you just buy all your groceries there now most of the things that I can't get, because I also live right behind a Jewel Osco, mm-hmm. um, so like a lot of the time there'll be produce that is way cheaper there, obviously. Yeah. But there are things that I can get at Whole Foods that I can't get at like Jewel, but also mm-hmm. there are things that like they sell at both that are just cheaper because of the discount at Whole Foods. Like yeah. at Justin's Organic Almond Butter is mm-hmm. one of my favorite like breakfast type items. Mm-hmm. Like just putting that on. Some, like, really nice whole grain bread. That sounds so good. Yeah. Um, we could talk about that, too. My <laughs> uh, So, like, that's what I've been doing for breakfast lately is I got uh, my friend Laura Konetzker, who uh-huh. is a, also a cartoonist. She sent me three or four jars of homemade jam that she mm. and her mom made. And it's incredible. What so kind that, of jam is it? Uh, the different, a bunch of cuts. There's, um, there was strawberry. Finish that. Uh, there's a blackberry that's, like, really, really thick. It's, like, really thick. Um, there's a blueberry that I've been enjoying a lot lately because it has, like, little tiny whole blueberries in it. Ooh. Yeah, it's really good. That sounds awesome. Yeah, there's also, like, an apricot one and one other one that I can't remember. There's, like, a lot. It's good. That's awesome. I'm really excited about it. Okay, so my parents just bought a new house and they have a pear tree. Cool. So my mom has made, like... An obscene amount of pear preserves. I don't know if I've ever had pear preserves. I haven't either, but I know I'm going to have some when I go home for Christmas, so I'm really excited because, I mean, that's something my great-grandmother used to do was make preserves, and my mom used to do it some when I was younger, but she hadn't done it in such a long time, but it's just such a nice, like, it's like the same thing as getting, like, honey from someone with bees. Yeah. It's like a nice special gift. Yeah. And it lasts for a really long time. I know. I feel like there are very few, like foods or like style of food that I get really really excited about and Mm -hmm. I think like homemade jam or like things like that like are really 
good. Well, I don't know. They're just really, really exciting. And they're very they, versatile. They make me feel warm and yeah. stuff. Like, I actually get super jazzed about it. Like, I'm not... I don't cook a lot for myself. Mm-hmm. And I, honestly, like, I've been thinking about this lately, too, is I've been eating kind of accidentally, like, raw most of the time. Mm-hmm. I've been, like, eating a lot of salads for dinner and, like, like a lot of, like, nuts and fruits and stuff other times of day. When people are like, let's go out to eat and stuff, I'm usually like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'm down to go, but I never really get, like, super chest on anything. Uh-huh. But, like, I really enjoy a jam. <laughs> <laughs> and a bread. Yeah. What, what's your favorite kind of bread? Uh, like, whole grain. Like whole mm-hmm. wheat. There's this uh, bakery company here. I, I think they're in, they're based in Skokie uh, called Z Bakery. Mm-hmm. Um, they do, like, kosher breads in all sort of styles but they have this really good loaf that is like it's like sort of that weird like round shape Mm -hmm. and the the middle pieces are always really long and then the end pieces are always really uh like small like like thin bread butts and Uh um but it's like just really good and it's not like really heavy or anything that's cool more of a vessel have you ever made a bread no i have not you should try I'm bad at baking. <laughs> I'm a very, very bad baker. I tried to make cookies one one Christmas, and they turned out very poorly. Oh no! I did make a. I do make a really good uh, vegan pumpkin pie. Oh, I've, cool! I've accomplished that twice. What's what like? What? What makes it vegan? Yeah. Uh, just like the absence of butter or uh-huh. anything. I think. Well, I don't remember. I think a lot of pumpkin pies have egg in them. Egg. I don't remember the recipe. Yeah, because I, I think I. It was like really simple. Just eat, like canned pumpkin, and there were not many ingredients. The spices, I want to say olive oil. I don't know. I can't oh, remember. Yeah, I feel like a lot of things that could very easily be vegan aren't. Mm-hmm. And I know that you know this because you were vegan. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that you've probably looked at ingredients <laughs> on things and are like, why does this have this in it? Right. It's just, it seems so strange to me that so many things that would otherwise be vegan have like dairy powder or something. Yeah, that's usually what it is. It's like milk powder mm-hmm. or something like that. Which is just like, you know, if it's like a processed food, like that's just a thing that like buying they people use for binding. I don't know. But it's it's fine. I've also like haven't really been like a processed snack person for a while, so mm-hmm. like it's usually not too big of an issue. Have you been having that Z bakery bread your whole life? Or... No, um, I think that's the thing that I, um, they actually used to distribute it to a coffee shop that I worked at. That oh. was like our bread supplier because they do wholesale too. Okay. Um, but then they sell it. It's like an, it's usually like an end cap in sort of the organic section at grocery stores. Uh, cause it is small. It's not processed. It's a local company, but yeah, no, I grew up like the bread that I had when I was a kid was, um, Oh, what's the... I can't remember the name of the company, but it it comes in like an orange cellophane bag, honey something. Oh, I know what you're talking Honeywell, about. Honeywell, honey... Yeah, I know, I know the one... It is nut. honey something. <laughs> honey something. Yeah, but it was, it was... It, well, honey wheat was like the flavor, mm-hmm. the style. Now, it wasn't like white bread, because I've never really liked white bread at all, mm-hmm. but like it was always like a wheat bread. And I remember it, because that was also a thing that I... <laughs> Did a lot when I was a kid was I would just go to the pantry and just grab like two slices of bread and eat that as a snack. That was like a big deal. So not toast, just just no, bread. No, just bread, just straight up bread. Because you grew up in Chicago. Yes, I did. So what, 
what was Chicago food like growing up versus what's now? it like for you now? Well, so when I was a kid, there was like a different sort of a difference between like Chicago food and then like the food that like my family ate and mm-hmm. stuff. Because like we were su- uh, like a super Midwestern style. Like I didn't really realize that this was like a Midwestern thing until I got older or whatever. But like we would have like, you know, a lot of meat and potatoes and like a lot of baked potatoes. But like Chicago food, um, I guess like the traditional ones that people think of, you know, like hot dogs and like deep dish pizza and stuff. I don't think I had tried deep dish pizza until I was in college, honestly. That's so funny. Maybe high school. Like, I don't know. I feel like if you put a deep dish pizza in front of like a seven-year-old, they're going to be like, what is this? Is this lasagna? Yeah, because it's weird. It's I often hear people equating it to lasagna, but I feel like it's more of like eating un, like sort of an uncooked loaf of bread with like tomato sauce and cheese on it. No, it's definitely like it's pizza pie. Yeah, it's like, a, it's a it's a like a just a super thick. I mean, like it is. That's exactly what it is. It's a super thick crust, and like I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not a great food, but it's not like a just if you go into it expecting pizza. You're gonna be really disappointed. You have to expect a deep I think dish. that's what people get upset about. Chicago does have some decent, like thinner crust pizzas too. Yeah. Like Chicago thin crust is a thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, honestly, I think the favorite pizza I've had in Chicago is Demos. Right. And I know I haven't been to that many good pizza places here, but I just I like that I, that I can go in there and get mm-hmm. a slice that's like really cheap. Yeah. And they have a ton of variety there. One of my favorite pizza places here is Boiler Room. Mm-hmm. It's um. They have pizza by the slice too. They also do vegan by the slice every Tuesday night, I think. And there's always a daily veggie slice. They have a really nice outdoor seating area. Um, they show movies. It's uh, where is it? It's off of the Logan Blue Line, I think, or California Blue Line stop. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I have seen it. It's really nice. It's very. It's like it's a lot of times it's really crowded, like in the summer, but it's also pretty cheap. You can get like they have a cool thing where you can get like. A uh, shot of Jameson, a uh, sixteen ounce PBR, and a slice of pizza for like seven bucks. So a slice of uh, a slice of pizza. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's and it's thin crust and it's like big slices. They're like yeah. those big but, like, I mean, New York that, style with it, slices. With two alcohols. Oh yeah, with two alcohols. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you use the ATM, you get like the the ATM fee. You can redeem your ATM oh, that's receipt awesome. for a shot of Jameson. That's really cool. Yeah, that's like one of my. So it's like, like $3 fee, but then, like, you just hand them the receipt yeah. and you're like, here's a shot. That's awesome. That's kind of cool, yeah. That's, like, something I I really... Because I never have cash on me. Like, I've gotten in the habit of having cash on me, mm-hmm. like, living here. Mm-hmm. But I really hate going into a restaurant not knowing it's going to be cash only. And then, like, they have an ATM, but I'm just yeah. always like, you got me. I always feel embarrassed. And I usually do carry cash, but I, I recently, like, got a new wallet that doesn't really, it really only holds, like, cards and IDs mm-hmm. and stuff. So I stopped carrying cash mostly, and when I was in L.A. recently, I, we went into this bar and it was cash only, and I, I felt, like, super not cool that I didn't know, right? Like, when you're, when the cool thing is to know that a place is cash only before yeah. you go to the place, because yeah. then, like, you don't have to have the bartender be like, cash only, and point at the ATM, and then you're like... Sorry. And then everyone at the bar has to watch you, like, shamefully <laughs> walk over to the ATM. But yeah, so, like, that's a... I, I think Boiler Room is a very Chicago-y thing for me, because that, that's a thing that I do a lot in the summer. Like, mm-hmm. you can ride your bike around the city pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And, like, I really like riding over there 
and like getting a slice of pizza and then like hanging out. We should definitely do that sometime. It's really nice. What are some of your other like favorite places in Chicago? Uh, when I was growing up, there was this restaurant called Flukies, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the end all be all of the Chicago style hot dog for me. Uh-huh. The owners of that restaurant were the first people to sort of like popularize it as like a chain restaurant. So it's like, it was one of the oldest like hot dog places in the city. Uh, there were, there was one location on Western by Pratt, and there was a smaller franchise in Lincolnwood Town Center Mall, which is right by my parents' house. They're not two, those two locations are pretty close to each other, but I grew up on, like, the north and the northwest side of the city, so, like, that would be a thing, was, like, my dad and I would hang out on the weekend, we would, like, go get, like, hot dogs, or, like, go to the mall, and, like, like, running errands, mm-hmm. like, we'd get our hair cut, and then we would, like, go get fast food or whatever. Uh-huh. Fluky's was, I think, the best treat you could get. You would get the hot dog, and it was that perfect, like, Rosen's poppy seed bun and the perfect Vienna beef sausage, and the fries that they had were really good, too. They were, like, crinkle cut, and they were always, like, really hot and salty and oily and, like, really, really what you want a fry to be. They were perfect, yeah. They were, that's, and that's so nostalgic. And the inside of the place is really good, too. Like, it was all wood paneling. Like, it felt like a really old, like, retro, like, hot dog joint. I love the way that... I don't... It's probably like this in other cities, too. But I... This is the first city I've lived in. Mm-hmm. And I just love how tiny some of the restaurants are when mm-hmm. you go in them. Because mm-hmm. I grew up in, like, rural North Carolina. And there were tiny restaurants, too. But... I was so used to like chains, like, you know, like a steakhouse and they're just humongous. Yeah. But, like going into these little tiny one room bars or one room like pasta places or just any, they're just so small. Yeah. Like you can see from one side to the other. And it, I love how cozy, especially yeah. in the winter, it just feels so cozy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's true. I think like, especially if you can tell that it's sort of like an older place mm-hmm. too. There are a lot of like little hole in the wall restaurants mm-hmm. here. One actually, one of my favorite deep dish pizza places is up in Morton Grove. They have another location in the city, but it's Pequod's. And oh, you've told me about them it's before. incredible. It's so good. It's like the only good deep dish that I've had, <laughs> and it's just I I don't know what it is. It's like the crust is a little caramelized. It's really mm. good. Um, yeah, you can eat the crust like a like a breadstick afterwards, and it's it's really good. But it's like you walk in and wall to wall like tables and chairs like it's very very crowded because it's a very small place and i don't know it's kind of it's kind of gross because like sports is on the tv mm-hmm. and there's like a lot of old pictures on the walls and like a lot of ship iconography and, like, <laughs> the, like you feel like the like you could like punch a hole through the wall because like the wood paneling is so thin but i don't know it's it's charming in the sort of like gross old old chicago way <laughs> gross old chicago yeah. way yeah there is something to be said for that, but I mean, like, there is also a lot of, like, weird places that you feel like people have drunk themselves to death in. Oh. <laughs> What's, like, a favorite Chicago bar of yours that you haven't mentioned already that's a restaurant? Yeah, well, okay, I live I live in Andersonville, um, and one of my favorite bars there is Simon's. It's, like, one of the oldest bars in the city. It's, like, a Swedish bar. Just one long little little room of old dark wood and like mm-hmm. um also cash only also like there's some couches in the back and stuff and everyone like the median age is like 40 oh, I love <laughs> and like that. people hang out there on like thursday morning like my mom worked at a bar when uh-huh. i was a kid we lived on this little cul-de-sac 
and my school was at one end of the cul-de-sac and our apartment was near the other end and the bar that she worked at was across the street so like that was my whole world when I was a kid she was the manager at this bar called the lighthouse which is still in operation it's changed ownership and it's it's a little hipper now than it was, you know, back in the nineties. It's a 90s. cute name for a bar. It's also it's right along the beach, so it's oh, like cool. right on the yeah. lake, and there's a lot of like the the um, Leon Park Beach lifeguards. It's very it, it felt it feels very like neighborhoody, like it's right by Leon Park Beach, and and the, they have like a really um, sort of famous lifeguard program that was started by this guy named Sam Leon, like in like the twenties or something, and like I don't know, it, it it's this weird like sort of chicago lakefront culture but yeah my mom worked there and so i would like go in the bar when i was like seven and like mm-hmm. hang out and that's they all so cool. knew me and stuff i love that yeah it was very cute it was very cute that sounds like a tv show <laughs> it was nice yeah it was kind of an idyllic weird little city childhood mm-hmm. that's like so different from how i grew up i find that so interesting uh do you have any favorite restaurants that have closed since like that oh, were open yeah. when you were Well, kids. Fluky's is closed. Okay. That sucks. Yeah, I miss that. I used to really like Hot Dogs. That was another mm-hmm. Chicago thing. I'm familiar with that thing. one, yeah. I, yeah, it was kind of famous for a while. It was like you could get like any type of sausage and the waiting, like the lines were always very long. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's gone now. I, I mean, it's it's a nice novelty thing. It was a nice place to like bring people who are visiting. Yeah. Uh, Do you like Chicago Diner? Oh, yeah. I love Chicago Diner. Yeah, we can talk more about, like, <gasps> vegan stuff. Yeah. Sure. I mean, like, some of my favorite restaurants in the city are Chicago Diner. Um, Pick Me Up Cafe is really good. Uh, did, Sarah mentioned did Sarah Pick Me Up Cafe okay. in hers. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a nice, like, we used to go there when I was in college. I went to school downtown at Columbia, but then, like, midway through through like being in college some of my friends moved to lakeview so we would like go and hang out and pick me up because it's like open super late mm-hmm. um and it was nice like cool, is it, it's like a place is it like a what, it's a what, diner what, it's a diner yeah it's a diner um and it's like it's got a lot of vegan options a lot of vegetarian options i'll have um, to check it out yeah I, i've got two cool recommendations spot. for it now the cheese fries were really good i remember mm-hmm. but it might have just been because i was like a college kid and like wanted to put garbage in my body and <laughs> uh, but yeah like chicago diner one of the first places that when i was like sort of on the verge of going vegan that i went and i was like wow this is incredible also, maybe, like, the fullest I've ever been after eating at a restaurant. Yes, I, I feel that. Yeah. Well, it's, I think, like, like vegan food is very filling because it's, like, very, like, it's hearty. It's whole. Yeah. Whole grain and yeah. heavy vegetables. My and... favorite thing to get there is their um, avocado tostadas. Mm-hmm. It's sort of, like, it's like a tostada, but it, it's got, like, other stuff on the plate, too. Just really good beans and sweet potatoes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've had their milkshakes, and they're really good, too. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. so good. They they do a really good job there. Yeah. That's one of those things where one of those places that I would bring someone who's skeptical about vegan food. Yeah, to. exactly. I, I'm sure like when you were an early vegan, mm-hmm. it just kind of made you feel more secure in your decision. Like, oh, I can eat delicious stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 Quote unquote, like diner food or whatever. Cinnamon rolls yeah. and milkshakes. Yeah. And, yeah. It's one of those places that I would definitely take friends to. If they were new to Chicago, especially because it's such a name like Chicago Diner. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, if you didn't know, you wouldn't realize that it was like vegetarian. Right. Yeah. There's also a really good place. I've been to the, they have two locations. I've been to the one on Devon Moore, but it's called the Uncommon Ground. Mm -hmm. It's um, (laughs) 
did you? Sarah knows this place too. Sarah, Sarah also mentioned did that you? one. Did you? Ah, this is so good. Hey Kevin, we should hang out. Yeah, we should be friends. <laughs> but it's uh, it's cool because they have like um, they do a lot of farm to table stuff, and they mm-hmm. also grow a lot of their own vegetables, which is really cool. The Devon location has like solar panels on on the roof, and they have their own garden on the on the roof too. I heard it was the one of the sm- it's like the smallest garden or something like Small that. Small certified organic farm. Y- yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I brought my parents there before too, and they they were like really impressed with it, and they were like, "Wow, this is pretty good." Like, <laughs> and like my dad will be like, "What's a like what's a shiitake mushroom?" Aww. <laughs> yeah, it's it was really funny, like sort of like taking my parents out to dinner after I started eating like different foods and when I grew up eating. Yeah, yeah how would they adapt to that? They're they're cool with it. Like usually it'll be like. I'll show them a place and they'll be like, let's go back there. That was pretty good last time. Or like, I don't know, we don't eat out a lot, but like Uncommon Ground was a place I took them a lot. The, I, uh, I've taken them to uh, Acre in mm-hmm. my neighborhood, which we went to. Yes, I remember Acre being a place I would go again. Yeah, it's uh, it's a really it's a really nice, like, they do a lot of like farm to table stuff too. Sort of like you can get any, like you can get meat or you can get fish or you can get chicken or you can get like a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Or like a good salad or something like that. So like stuff like that is really good to sort of like bring my parents who grew up eating like, you know, super traditional Midwestern Mm -hmm. American food into the realm of like, oh, like other foods exist. Also, like after I left, they sort of started like getting into, you know, like eating better. Yeah. And like my mom started like walking a lot. She, like, when I was a kid, she did all the cooking and stuff, except for if it was meatloaf, and then my dad would make meatloaf. That so was, like, his thing. Meatloaf was, like, thing. your dad's thing. Yeah, it was, like, his thing. Makes a real good meatloaf, Mike. I love Mike meatloaf. Yeah, and do you do it with, like, the, the ketchup skin on the outside? Yes, but yeah. it's, like, not just that, but yes. Right, yeah, but, like, that's the thing. I feel like it's, it, meatloaf is one of those dishes that, like, has to be done in kind of that way. Yes. Um, it's not meatloaf if it's not. If, yeah, exactly, exactly. You have to put ketchup on it before you bake it, and then you have to put more ketchup on it <laughs> when you eat it. I love meatloaf. <laughs> I don't really like hamburgers. I don't really care for beef in general. Yeah. But there is something about meatloaf and meatballs, which are very similar, sure. that I just love. I think because it has so much bread in it, maybe, that it has like a really weird texture, yeah. but I love it. It's funny because when you said meatballs, like I don't even think of that as red meat, which is weird. <laughs> well, sometimes they're pork. Yeah, a lot of times they're well, like, I don't even soft. know if pork like, is, I don't know if pork well, is red meat or Yeah, bread. well, pork's white meat. Okay. According to all Thank of you for advertising campaigns. Educating me. <laughs> uh, well, it's the other white meat. Oh. Also, I did this thing right out of college. I got this incredible freelance gig to go down and do a comic for Savour Magazine, the like food magazine. Uh, they, yes. Yeah, they it sponsored this thing familiar. where they sent like five journalists, and I was one of those journalists. I'm not a journalist, a I was a cartoonist. Yeah, yeah, I was a fresh out of school cartoonist. Uh, but they wanted me to do a comic about it, and it was to, like, go report on this big barbecue competition in Memphis, Tennessee. That's amazing. Yeah, and so they were going to teach us how to cook competition barbecue and actually have us compete in this thing. And throughout, like, that whole weekend, we got to go to, like, a couple different, like, famous Memphis, Tennessee restaurants. There's this breakfast place called Arcade, I think. Mm -hmm. There's um, a famous chicken place that I can't remember the name of. But yeah, so at at that point in my like personal life, I was D 
dealing with like some like severe depression and also like some eating disorder stuff. So I had been like restricting my diet like a whole lot. This was a fully paid vacation too. Mm -hmm. So like I was like, I'm just gonna like have fun and lean full on into it and not worry about like what I'm putting in my body and just like enjoy food for this weekend Uh because like they're paying for me to be here. So like the first day we're there, like I got there at night and it was like the night before we were supposed to meet up with everybody. So I was like, I'm just gonna go and like I got like this big uh like crawfish dinner uh-huh. like a crawfish boil and it was awesome but it was like full of bay seasoning like it was so salty <laughs> and then i like walked around on beale street which is like their you know outdoor music venue you know drank a bunch of beers and like it's like this is awesome i'm like 21 this is great i'm in a city then and i'm being paid for it to be here and then the next day like i had this like incredibly rich like buttery breakfast full of like grits and like <sighs> Yeah, it, it, and they were so good there, too. I actually still have the business card from this place on my wall at home for some reason, like on my cork board. <laughs> um, and I don't eat, like, any of these foods anymore. Like, it was, like, bacon and eggs and all that. Uh, and then I got, like, super sick oh, and, no. like, wasn't able to go yeah. to the chicken place because, like, my body was not used to eating that way. Like, it wasn't used to eating so much and such, like, rich yeah. food. What was your favorite thing when you went on that trip? Oh, um, honestly, we, we, like, they, they, we grilled pizzas, oh, I like, love on a pizza, pizza stone, That's like, awesome. on the grill, which was, like, that was my favorite thing, because, like, <laughs> I just got to eat, like, a, a, it was the first time in the weekend I had vegetables. It's kind of like at the end of a convention, where you're like, please, just a oh, salad. Oh, yeah, yeah, just fill me with vegetables. It's like, I'm gonna die yeah. if I don't. We also had these, um, bacon-wrapped cheese stuff dates that we did on Ooh, the that smoker. Really good. Yeah, those were really that good. That sounds awesome. Yeah, they were good. And they were like, it was like 100 degrees in like the Tennessee sun, like direct sunlight. And also we were standing around like hot smokers all day. Mm-hmm. So it was like Just a million degrees. Yeah. And, and also like, I don't know, it was like, I, I have this very vivid picture in my head of like those bacon wrap dates, like literally like frying on the grill, like because it was so hot. God, that sounds really good. Yeah. I might try to look up a recipe for that. That yeah. sounds amazing. It's so simple, too. Yeah. yeah. Dates are very good. I love dates. That's, like, my sort of, like, go-to, like, sweet. If I oh, definitely. Have, They're, like, like a staple in a lot of, like, vegan desserts, mm-hmm. too. Like, yeah. you just blend them up with yeah. whatever. What, um... What's, like, your favorite food that you've discovered since you became vegan that, like, you didn't oh. like before? Um... Hmm. That's a really good question. I got really into... Just honestly, like, vegetables more. Like, I just started yeah. le- appreciating vegetables. And, like, there's that thing where it's, like, if you don't eat a vegetable for a really long time. I think Jessie talked about this on mm-hmm. her episode. Like, if, if you, like, eat a vegetable and you realize, like, oh, this tastes good because, like, I haven't been eating salt. And, like, my my taste buds remember what, like, vegetables taste like. It's also, like, if you haven't <clears throat> eaten a vegetable for a couple of days and you feel like garbage and you eat one and you're, like, suddenly you feel so much better yeah. and you're like, oh, there's, like, a reason why these are good for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, your body knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I sort of started just appreciating, like, simpler foods, simpler flavors, like, just eating, like, an apple. I've been making a lot of salads, like, I think I mentioned that. I've been putting Upton's seitan like chicken in it mm-hmm. so it sounds good yeah it's really good and you don't have to cook it or anything and it's like an interesting texture element and it's like a little bit of salt and and like it's not it doesn't like taste like chicken obviously mm-hmm. which honestly like i don't think i would have i would like it if it did like mm-hmm. i like the fact that a lot of like meat replacement 
for vegan food like doesn't actually I try totally to fake agree. meat, you know? Yeah. I, especially like anything that tries to <laughs> replicate what it would taste like if it were like cheese or whatever, it's, it doesn't work for me. I totally agree. Like I love vegan, like vegan macaroni and cheese, uh-huh. be different from. Because if I wanted macaroni and cheese, I would just eat macaroni and cheese. Exactly. But like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I really want, like, there's just something different about it. Like, the mm-hmm. flavor is slightly different. And I, I love, like, vegan do- like hot dogs and stuff. Or, like, yeah. uh, vegetarian, like, fake meat. Yeah. Stuff. Like, I love, like, those, like, uh, fake chicken patties. Oh, chicken. Yeah, chicken. Chick- yeah, I love those. Yeah. They remind me of the chicken nuggets from being a kid. But, yeah. like, I don't wouldn't eat those anymore. Um, There's a really good... Sort of, I guess it's it's a brand that I just recently started seeing more of, but it's called um, Beyond Meat. They make these burgers. It's it, they all use pea protein. It's mm-hmm. like plant. It's all plant based, but they make these burgers. Um, we sell them at Whole Foods. They're really good. And like, if you look, if you put like a raw ground beef patty next to this patty, like because they sell them uncooked, mm-hmm. uh, they look the same. And I don't mm-hmm. understand why or how that is possible <laughs> without some weird engineering. But there isn't because, like, it's a certified organic Whole Foods product. So, like, it has to... Have you tried, like, tasting no, it? No, I haven't tried them yet. Okay. That's the thing. It's also been, like, I haven't wanted to, like, grill at all. Like, it's yeah. winter. I it's also like the other middle like of a, winter. It's not like I'm not craving a burger or mm-hmm. anything. Are you vegan to soup? I'm actually not. It's just because of, like, I, I don't really like how... Soup fills you up with liquid. Oh, I, see, I love being full like... of liquid. <laughs> <laughs> I love to drink my calories. Yeah, I just I don't really like how that feels. I don't know. It's it also never feels been like sort of my it's like jam. The opposite. I feel like of a raw. Yeah, diet almost because yeah. it's like it's instead of raw, it's like cooked for a really long time. Sure. Kind maybe. I'm just trying to parse the logic of that because it there you like is crunchy things. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I like crunchy cold things i don't really like cooked down or hot uh-huh. foods see i love everything to be mushy yeah. <laughs> i want everything to just disintegrate yeah in my mouth. i don't really like like i'm not a big mashed potato person either i yeah. definitely was when i was a kid but like i'm not anymore mm-hmm. i was i was way into like a baked potato which mm-hmm. is definitely like a different texture like it's a little more solid do you still like a baked potato now like is that yeah. thing you make a lot uh-huh. well i don't make them a lot the things that i cook at home like when i actually cook cook and don't just eat like nuts yeah nuts and fruits and salads <laughs> um are like i i have a pizza dough recipe that i make that's um it's like yeast free so it's like really easy to do mm-hmm. you can just make it um it's just wheat flour a little bit of baking powder and like a fourth of a cup of like olive oil mm-hmm. um and i have a pizza stone at home too so like i'll make pizza and like I said, like I'm not super into uh, fake cheese, so I'll just do like sauce and veggies. Yeah, that's um, still really good. Yeah, especially if you put like a bunch of veggies on there. And Upton's also makes a good like sausage seitan that mm-hmm. I really like. And tacos, like vegan tacos. Oh, yeah. Which I do like, I'll put in like a skillet, uh, like a soy riso, some portobello mushrooms and some black beans and like that sounds delicious. do that and then that is the base for the taco and then i'll mm-hmm. put like cilantro and red onion and avocado on it do you like guacamole yeah definitely yeah. oh yeah definitely. i know but also like i don't ever really make it for myself because yeah, i feel you like you can't make guacamole and 
for just one person who lives You'd alone. You'd have to eat, yeah. like, nothing but guacamole all day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, doesn't sound bad. Like, that no. sounds okay. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to talk to you about on the podcast was, I know you're vegan. Yeah. But you've expressed a lot of love for jerky. <laughs> yeah, I think that jerky is a, is a totally fine food to eat. <laughs> I just love that so much because jerky is one of those like because I don't eat a lot of meat but I love smoked meat sure so and I, much and I'm also not talking about like a slim jim like yeah I, no that's absolutely. not jerky that's yeah. something else that's like a meat stick yeah. pepperoni yeah. thing but like but like actually like a dehydrated piece of jerky like yeah like you can see the yeah the strips it is so weird that I. Sometimes I think about this a lot at work, too, when people come through my checkout lane and I can tell that, like, they're on, like, a paleo thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, they're eating, like, meat and, like, only things that are available to... When I first heard about, like, the paleo diet, I was like, oh, is that, like, a weird, like, offshoot of veganism? I'm like, absolutely not. It's, like, meat and vegetables, right? Yeah, things that... No dairy. Things that... I can't I can't remember the exact definitions. I know it's, like, things that were available to, like, mm -hmm. early humans. No dairy and no carbs. Nothing that, like, you have to, like, process, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, I think that is one of those things where it's, like, this the, the style and my relationship to food and the way that I like to eat is, like, things that are already done when, like, it doesn't involve a lot of effort. And, like, jer jerky as a thing, like, is, is something that you could, like, have in your backpack. Like, I, I don't know, I'm really into, like, eating snacks as your diet like the yes. like what we talked about like it, like adventure mix. food yeah like yeah, adventure if you food. had to if you had to go on a trip today yeah. Yeah. just anything that would stay in your bag yeah it wouldn't go bad yeah as a survival thing like, yeah because i am uh, like I, I like i do really enjoy eating but i also like a lot of thinking about my relationship to food and like nutritioning nutritioning mm -hmm. <laughs> nutritioning <laughs> nutrients Feeding myself. Mm -hmm. What's the... I can't, there's a word. I can't find it. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, Nutrition? Nutritioning myself. <laughs> nourishing. Nursing. Nourishing myself. There it is. We found it. Um, a lot of that, the way that, that I, like, think about, nur like, nourishing myself is because of sort of my history of dealing with, like, disordered eating. So, like, I like the idea of having like small portions of things that you could just kind of keep with you or like eat on the go or like that's like, why I'm a jerky advocate. Yeah, I It's also like a like a pretty easy and quick source of like protein. Yeah. And like there's not like, a lot of other stuff in it. Exactly. It's you know? just it's the just thing. meat. Dry meat. <laughs> Dry meat. And maybe some seasoning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some of them are like flavored teriyaki or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I I love that. I also, something that Jesse and I talk about a lot too is, is just adventure food. Uh -huh. and, and some of my favorite meals that I have are just like a plate of snacks. Yeah. Like here's some crackers and some nuts and yeah. a little bit of cheese and like some carrot sticks. Yeah. And it's, it's nothing that's been cooked. It's just a pile of yeah. things. It, it also makes you feel like... It's, it's kind of evocative of, like, being a kid. Yes, absolutely. Because, like, it's like having a lunchbox. Yes. And, like, you have, like, your, you know, like, celery sticks and, yes. like, some apple slices and, like, a little half a sandwich or whatever. Like, yeah. it, it does feel very, like, I don't know, nostalgic or whatever. In college, I was really into, like, bento boxes. Oh, But really? not, like, doing the bento foods. Just having all the little <laughs> compartments. A bento with box with... With like Cheese grapes, slices. Yeah, yeah, with like grapes in it, and then like you know, one thing would have like a hard boiled egg in it, uh -huh. just like 
I loved the idea of having a bunch of different things in but in tiny amounts. Yeah. And I could just eat one compartment like between classes sure. and then yeah, I don't know. It's just I love that way of eating. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, like hang, hanging my my hat on that is like a way that I like have just like enjoyed food again. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have like a weekly food obsession? Um, cashews. Oh, cashews. These roasted cashews yes. have been really good. Um, cashews are great. And also it's definitely like it's Christmas timiness mm-hmm. right now. So like they're just so buttery Roasted heavy. nuts or like a, yeah, like roasted cashews or... Um, cranberries right now oh like, cranberries those are on yes. sale and stuff when we, we went down to the you and i and our friends jesse and hannah who have also been on the podcast <laughs> uh went down to the chris kindle market uh which is like the big open-air german market mm-hmm. in daily plaza here um and like that morning i like i knew we were going and i woke up and i was like but they have giant pretzels down there <laughs> Uh, and that was like my mission was to get a giant pretzel, and I did. It was a pretzel like as pretzel. big as a steering wheel, and people kept looking at us. <laughs> I'd be like, "That's a big pretzel." Yeah, and like walking by, I mean, like, "Hey, check out that pretzel!" And I was like, "What? Is, what are you doing to me?" Like, it wasn't stop even like me. a couple people. It was yeah. like every other person commented yeah. on it. Yeah, it was really, really at weird. least like ten people. Yeah, um, it was a really big pretzel though. No, it was, and it was great. <laughs> Our pretzels? They must be vegan. Uh, yeah, usually they like because you it usually it's just it's pretzel, just yeast, it's yeah. pretzel flour and um salt. Yeah, that's a that's a water. good food. Do you like soft pretzels more than hard pretzels? Definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was at a birthday party last night and um like on the snack table, whatever, there was a bag of like rolled gold like mini pretzels, and I was looking at the bag and I'm just like nothing about this looks appetizing. See, I like that those ones more. They're so thin. Yeah, I, I like a soft pretzel because it's like. Filling. It's so yeah, it's like squishy and it's. So... I don't like doughy things. Okay. I like I'm not a big bread person okay. or like I'm not. How do you feel about bagels? I'm not a big not bagel a big bagel. Fan. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Like I'll eat like a half bagel, like occasionally. Okay. But if it was like between something crunchy and thin, like yeah. I love like a thin crust pizza. Okay. Stuff like that. So I just think that's interesting. Oh, that reminded me about the pizza thing that we when we were talking about that earlier. When I so when I was a kid, I never really liked pizza at all. Mm-hmm. Um until maybe I was like thirteen or something. Mm-hmm. But I grew up eating thin crust pizza. Like I like I said, like I didn't really know what Chicago style deep dish was until I was like much older. But there was this place that my parents and I used to order pizza from all the time called JB Alberto's and they would give you this pizza and like it was a pretty thin crust it wasn't like cracker thin but also like the cheese was pretty thick and they cut it into squares which Mm -hmm. is a thing that like I guess some people know this as like the St. Louis style of pizza is squares yeah like specifically this like large pizza that's like sort of a doughy crust but not doughy like it's pretty thin and then like a thick or a layer of cheese, and they cut into squares. And that's just how I thought pizza was. Until, you didn't have the yeah. triangles? <laughs> yeah, because when I was a kid, like, cartoon pizza was in triangles, but I had literally never seen it. Oh, that's so interesting. Um, anytime we ordered pizza as a kid, it was triangles. Mm-hmm. But my dad also made a lot of pizza when we were kids, and his was always a big rectangle, and he'd cut it into into squares yeah. or rectangles. So I had both. It was just, like, dad's pizza versus yeah. Domino's or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it wasn't until I guess probably like I saw a Pizza Hut pizza that I had seen like 
triangle cut pizza. Like the pizza in um, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Okay. When they order the pizza. Have you seen that movie? I have, but like not <laughs> in forever. There's, it's just like that for me, that's like the quintessential pizza, sure, cartoon pizza. Sure. They're feeding all the puppies and it's so gooey <laughs> and it looks disgusting. Yeah. But Kid Me was like, man, yeah. that looks amazing. You do a whole episode on cartoon food. I, I should. You could. I could. I, it's, it's just because I, I imagine like most of the people you would interview like would have oh. an opinion on cartoon food. You know, this isn't cartoon food, but I think a lot about the imagination food from Hook. Oh, the I think about that all rainbow, the time. Like, it's like slop. rainbow slop. Yeah. yeah it, and every time so I go weird. to Lush, oh, everything yeah. <laughs> there looks like imagination food. Yeah. I just, I think about that a lot. And because it just looks like cake and it, right. like, like frosting, yeah. which I don't like. Yeah. But... I want to eat it. Anyway. Yeah, it's weird. I just want to know what it tastes like. It's kind of like. I imagine it would just taste like like sherbet. Yeah, or like I think of it tasting like paste a lot. Right. Like, like weird it looks like flowery. It looks like Play-Doh. Mm. Did you eat Play-Doh as a kid? Yeah. Kind of salty. It was salty. It's better when it's dry, and then you just kind of lick it, and then it, <laughs> it's like this is good. And then, it, but then Salt. like yeah, but then it like I don't know. There's like that weird Play-Doh. There's, like, different stages of flavor for Play-Doh, like, because, like, when it's sort of dry, like, when you, like, leave your little Play-Doh creation out to dry, and it's, like, kind of, like, still soft, uh -huh. it tastes different than if you eat, like, a fully dry piece of Play-Doh. Uh -huh. You're a Play-Doh connoisseur. I'm a, I'm a Play-Doh connoisseur. Sometimes I look at, like, clay. Mm-hmm. I think because sometimes it looks like a truffle, like, you know, like a chocolate truffle, how sure. when you bite into it, it leaves, like, your teeth marks oh, in it. Oh, yeah. And, like, I every, like sometimes when I look at, like, wet clay, I'm like, man, I really want to bite into yeah. that. But it's very, I mean, that yeah. might just be the old Play-Doh, like, I'm thinking of Play-Doh. That, like, thing about, like, a chocolate truffle or, like, like a brownie, like, a really, like, fudgy yeah. brownie, like, having, like, a bite mark in it. That's one of the most, like, decadent types of, like, imagery <laughs> you could do about food, like, that you could picture for, like a dessert because it's like damn all of that is sweets there's no there's no hole in the middle of that like it's, it's not like, like a hollow bunny yeah it's just like just soft all the way through oh yes what is three foods you can't live without or uh, what are three foods tough. you can't live without uh okay well i'm gonna go with almonds mm -hmm. Eat almonds every day i'm gonna go with bananas oh also bananas, bananas are great yeah and like apples i'm so like I'm such a healthy boy. Apples was one of Sarah's. Too. They're so good. Yeah, they're good. And there are so many different types. Yes. Uh, I think there's you really can, tart like, ones. Yeah, there's really sweet ones. We have these uh, honey crisps uh, right now at work. They're organic, but they're the size of softballs. Whoa. Yeah, and they like you'd think that like okay they're really big so they probably don't taste good so it'd be just because of, like the flavor has the to, flavor like, is diluted. Yeah, but no, they're so good. It's like it's bonkers. Um, and so, like, I, I rang up one of these yesterday, and, like, three ninety nine a pound. This was a $4 apple. This was a pound and a half of apple. <laughs> Do you eat apples with almond butter? No. Well, sometimes. I mean, yeah, but, like, usually I'll just, like, eat the whole apple. Mm -hmm. Like, Do you ever do you that know, trick where you eat it upside it. down and you eat the whole thing? I eat it top side up and I eat the whole thing. <laughs> Did you, like, eat the core and everything? Yeah. Oh, man, I've never done that. It's not healthy for you. <laughs> like, also, because, like, apple seeds contain arsenic, I think. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm probably, like, slowly poisoning myself. Because, like, I do eat an apple every day. 
and and all the seeds and i eat the seeds unless they like fall out and bounce across the floor and <laughs> throw them out i just don't care i guess i don't know it's not well that sounds that sounds like i'm trying to be a badass it's not <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just like it's there i'm just gonna eat it uh-huh. it's like a weird I, I don't know it's like one of those things where it's like you just it doesn't taste great but like it doesn't taste bad you don't want to throw it away it's yeah like, this is food yeah i also like with an apple core it's like where do you if if you can eat the whole thing like where do you know when it's done yeah when do you know when to stop yeah Cause, and i'm also really bad like i'm definitely about like cleaning my plate too so like i don't ever take leftovers and with an apple like i'm not gonna throw away the core because there's like still apple there <laughs> i don't know if this is some weird holdover to like being a kid and like w- worrying that we're gonna like run out of food someday or whatever uh-huh or that whole like you know <clears throat> kids in Africa yeah thing yeah parents yeah always say. Like finish your finish your food because like there are kids starving or whatever yeah I'm not a clean plate club member yeah at all. I am all about <clears throat> leftovers I just can't eat that much at once um what, do you ever do that banana ice cream trick where you freeze the bananas I've never tried that it's really good is it good it's awesome I'm yeah it works really well it works you should try it if mm. if you're an ice cream fan I am I um found like a really good vegan ice cream that i was just spending too much money on ice cream like <laughs> I, I i was eating a lot of it over the summer because it was one that was like i think it was like coconut milk or something like yeah that. coconut milk makes good ice cream yeah or maybe it was like so, it was like so soy was the brand but it mm-hmm. was like so soy coconut mm-hmm. i think but yeah i was just like i can't keep buying like a pint of ice cream and like eating a pint of ice cream every day yeah. i'm like losing a lot of my hard-earned dollars just yeah. eating ice cream for for life. Matt bought me an ice cream maker for Christmas. Oh, nice. So I'm very excited to make some really wacky flavors. That's awesome. When the weather gets a little warmer. I might even just make some now, for all I know. Yeah. But, uh, I love ice cream. Great. But I'm very excited to make ice creams that aren't super sweet, because that's the one thing with ice cream is I feel like usually, I mean, it's a dessert, but yeah. I, I've talked about this with Sarah on her episode, is I don't really like desserts that are super sweet. Yeah. And I love the texture of ice cream, but I want it to be slightly less sweet. Super sweet ice creams are, are definitely like a because like you can have one that's too too much of yes. too sugary basically yeah like i want it to be i want it to have more depth do you have a favorite flavor of ice cream probably just chocolate yeah but i also i was gonna say vanilla like see i'm not a vanilla of... fan really yeah. but I, I like it with, with hot fudge i'm just chocolate everything right just like chocolate 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 uh i do love like a good lemon like mm-hmm. a lemon buttermilk. Uh, Jenny's had a really awesome lemon buttermilk frozen yogurt. Like not this year, but last year. They had one this year too, but it wasn't as good. Because one last year had like shortbread cookies in mm-hmm. it. And it was amazing. I'm still chasing that Jenny's dream. <laughs> I still have not been able to get non-dairy. We need... <laughs> they just we opened went... another one. Where? Um, I think it's like closer to the loop. Oh, okay. Yeah. We sell it, but I don't think we sell the non-dairy flavors. You, can, you know, you can get it with flat rate shipping, $13, and just, oh, yeah. That seems, um, there's, there's stores. I, we'll I bike past one every day. Yeah. There's one on Southport. Definitely, yeah, I've been to that one. Yeah. That was pretty good. I bet you that one wouldn't sell out of the non-dairy. Yeah, it's just because you were in, like, a super... Wicker Park. Wicker Park. On is, a summer night. Yes. Like... They just opened the new one. Like, they had, like, free scoops this past, like, Friday night. Oh. They're like, if you wait in line, you get free ice cream. I'm Didn't like, we I'm not... try that? We did once? that the one year. You guys went. Yeah, we, I, we did. I don't think I made it. It wasn't as cold as it is right now. Right, yeah. Because it's like a blizzard right now. Right. Uh, but yeah, I was like, I'm not waiting in that cold. Kudos <laughs> to them. Yeah, good for them. They really, really like it. <laughs> they cream. earned that, that free ice that cream. That free scoop. Yeah. Um, they have a really good burnt, like, salty caramel. And I'm not that a caramel good. fan. Yeah. Usually because I find it too sweet. But their salty caramel is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, most of 
pretty much every flavor I've had there has been good in terms yes. of flavors that I actually like. Like I had like a birch and marshmallow oh. and neither of those are very appealing to me. Mm -hmm. So I didn't like it. Yeah. But if you're into those, yeah. I'm sure it's good. I think I like like as far as desserts go, because now that we've started talking about ice cream, we started thinking about desserts. <laughs> um, like a s'more is maybe my favorite dessert. S'mores are good. And there's um, there's a really good brand of vegan marshmallows called Dandies. I need to get those because I don't like gelatin, mm -hmm. but I do like marshmallows. Yeah, these are good, and they they they're like thicker mm -hmm. too. They're more like a, a like a marzipan. Is that okay. right? Okay, I think so. I think that's a, sort of the equivalent of what I'm thinking about. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, since I don't eat milk chocolate, mm -hmm. it'll off. And that's one of the things that I sort of have wiggle room on. Like, chocolate will usually have, like... A tiny bit of, like, a, like milk, milk solid or, or whatever. Something. Yeah, but, like, the, like, 80% or 85% dark chocolate is kind of my jam. What's a food you wish was healthy but isn't? Donuts. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Because that, that is another cool, like, bespoke vegan treat. Like, because there are a lot of places that do vegan donuts or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, that would be an awesome, like, thing to do more often is, like, let's go get some donuts or, like, treat myself to a donut. But, like, I always feel, like, bad. Because, like, it's, like, if I wake up and, like, have breakfast at home, like, I'm not eating, like, I don't have donuts at home. But, like, I love donuts for dessert. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. My friends had a donut wedding cake. That Ooh, I feel like was a really awesome. good idea. Yeah, that's so smart. Yeah, I love weddings that have non cake because I'm I don't yeah. like cake. I'm not yeah. a big cake fan. Same. I think it's overrated. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, cake. I lovers. think it depends. I think it depends on like the density of the cake. My favorite cakes are like plain pound cake. Because yeah. my favorite type of donut is plain cake donut. I was like, gonna ask if you prefer a yeast or a cake donut. I love a cake donut. I like uh, yeast. I like most fried dough though. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you like uh, what is it? Funnel cakes. Yes, I do like a funnel cake. Yeah, I could see that being a, I an elephant ear. Like funnel cakes when I was a kid, they were good. They smell Steak amazing. Stuff. Yeah, I, I, I like the way they smell more than the way they taste. True. But true. Still like the way they taste. What is a food you want to try eating more of? There's so many things that come through like the checkout lane when I'm working that are like I've never seen this vegetable <laughs> before, uh -huh. which is like. Like, I've seen a lot of vegetables. I've heard of them. I've mosted them more than I've, like, seen mm -hmm. or tasted. Like, there's, like, a lot of things that I just, like, haven't breached yet. Have you ever had... I don't remember what it's called. It's, like, magic fruit thing where it makes everything sweet. I've never heard of this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just remembered it because I watched it. There was a show I was watching that they had that on. But I remember hearing about it as a kid. It's just this fruit that, like, messes with your taste buds. What? And makes everything taste sweet. It's like a weird like wonka thing yeah and i've always wanted to try that, that we should try to awesome. find one of those and do that yeah sometime because that sounds like a really fun experiment yeah what are like your three favorite dishes of all time yeah um i like like i said i like a like a simple like almond butter and jam does that count as a dish it's like a sure it's like a sandwich it can be an ingredient too yeah um Tacos. I've already tacos talked about tacos. That's also like a super nostalgic thing when I was a kid. We would have like Friday night taco nights. That was always really good. And then Do you like a corn tortilla or a flour? Corn. Corn okay. all the way. Yellow corn. Do you like flour? I like a flour. Yeah, I was gonna say we're like we are like exact opposites on all of these. This is good. But I love cornmeal. Like I love cornbread. Sure. I'm just not a corn tortilla person. I think I like it more because it tastes more like earthy. Yeah, I, I get that. Favorite dishes, like, I, I really like a good, like, avocado roll. 
for sushi. Yeah. Sushi place. I love a sweet potato roll, too. Yeah. We, we, we were in Boston, like, a few weeks ago. Hazel got a a pumpkin tempura Ooh. roll that was so good. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, and there was another place where it was, like, there were maybe four tables in this restaurant, little hole in the wall. Like, you could see the kitchen and, like, the stacks of dirty dishes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it looked like it was maybe, like there were like five people working there or whatever. It mm-hmm. was great. Some of the best sushi I've literally ever had. I love I love a good yeah. sushi. I love a vegetarian sushi. I also kind of forget about sushi a lot of the time. Because yeah. like, I don't go out to eat super often, but like that is always a thing that usually everyone kind of likes or can find something at. Yeah. Cause like if you're going out in with general, people. it's pretty vegetarian friendly. Usually there's friendly. at least one or two things on the menu that'll suit everyone. Yeah. Like, the only issue is if you have, like, a really severe fish allergy. Mm-hmm. Like, even then, usually yeah. you can have vegetarian. I, yeah, I'm a big fan of sushi. I love the compactness of them, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I always make the mistake of ordering too many and then getting <laughs> too full too fast, but I'm usually fine with it because yeah. it's good. All right. It also is another one of those things where it's, like, cold and it's crunchy. Yes, and it I love feels... that it's cold. Yeah. I love cold, like... I like most foods better cold. Yeah. Like, I love having leftovers and then just eating them cold. Like, I love cold pizza. I love cold macaroni and cheese. Mm -hmm. I love cold spaghetti. Like, I love most things cold. Cold chili. I think Um, it's really hard to reheat things, too. Yeah. It's Well, I mean, like, unless you want to turn your oven on for, like, one serving, you know? Like, And the microwave tends to mess stuff up a lot. Also, yeah. I need to get a toaster oven because I feel like that's the solution. Uh, Okay. So, three favorite restaurants. Um, They could be ones you already mentioned. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other ones that I didn't mention that I want to talk about. Hmm. I really do like Uncommon Ground and <laughs> Chicago Diner um, and Boiler Room. Kind of hit them all. Well, those are your suggestions then if you're yeah. ever in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite dishes to get there? Oh, there? To uh, well, the, the avocado tostadas mm-hmm. or uh, like the sweet potato fries at Chicago Diner mm-hmm. are great. They're so good. Uh, Uncommon Ground, I think my favorite thing i don't their menu changes so often but i got the maitake tacos that sounds good yeah super good and it was the first sort of thing where i realized that like putting mushrooms in a taco was like an option i love mushrooms in a quesadilla yeah i that was another food that i sort of like came around to like the older i got and realized like these are good and there are so many different kinds of them that like you can get different things from different ones um, with different mushrooms. Yeah, also really like this place in my neighborhood called Polygon Cafe. Mm-hmm. They it's um it's sort of like a sushi Thai fusion place, but they have they have really good um sushi and also really good sweet potato fries. <laughs> <laughs> sweet potato fries. They're so good. I do love a sweet potato type of fry. fry. Do you like it with like regular like ketchup or do you like uh, it with like a? I like it with like I like a vinegar ketchup. Okay. More than a regular type of ketchup. Like, mm-hmm. usually if a place makes its own style of ketchup, it's always, like, a little more sweet and salty, which I really dig. Yeah, I, I usually like a sweet potato fry with, like, a chipotle mayo, but I know that sure. you wouldn't have that, so... Yeah, yeah. I think it depends, too, though. All right. What was your favorite childhood food? Like, like gross, you wouldn't eat it now childhood Oh, food. wouldn't eat it now? Um, or, you know, just something that, like... Yeah. I, I could... I, I probably have so many. Um... Really bad for you, Jeff. Yeah, food. yeah. Okay, there's Even if one. You still eat it. There's one in particular that I could probably. Okay, there's two, but they're in the same family. Um, the they're like the, the okie doke cheese popcorn. Okay, do you know what I'm talking about? I think uh, I've seen it. It's the the brand is okie doke, but I think the distri- It's probably like a Jay's or a Lay's company. Okay. Um, but it's like like one of the sort of Chicago foods here is like cheese 
and caramel popcorn. Yes. Like we have that company Garrett's. This is not that. This is like the the ninety nine cent vending machine version of that, and like you can just eat it by the barrel full. Or that's how I did when I uh-huh. was a kid. That was like, like the my bright neon favorite. orange. Yeah, and it turns your fingers and your mouth and everything. Yes. orange. it turns your spit orange. It's uh, gross. It's like those big jugs of like um cheese balls. Cheese balls. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like we popcorn. Used to, that was a Christmas thing for like the cheese ball barrel was a Christmas thing for me. That is interesting. <laughs> like my grandma always had those out. At Christmas time. I feel like cheese popcorn might have been a Christmas thing for us. Like any kind of... Because I feel like popcorn for some reason is yeah. a holiday thing. Popcorn has a holiday... Like put, putting strings of popcorn yeah, on Christmas Yeah, yeah. So I feel like cheese popcorn yeah. was a holiday thing, but not cheese balls. Yeah. And then the other like super bad chip-based thing was um, potato sticks. Tato oh, sticks. Those. They were the Jay's ones. And I they come in like that big cylindrical container yes. with like the red lid. Yes. Um, And then that like slice your finger off like aluminum. Yes. <laughs> sealer to the barrel yes, uh, I but i would like sit in front of toonami and watch like <laughs> anime shows when i was like 13 and just eat pounds of tato sticks till i die i do love a tato sticks i only recently discovered those really yeah like as an adult in the last like year discovered those. they're really good they're i so people know them greasy. as like shoestring potatoes yeah. in places but like the the one the one that i remember really being into was tato stick tato stick which is a very cute name yeah all right, what's your favorite childhood food memory? Oh, like one that was actually fun. Um, <laughs> uh, anytime we ordered, like anytime we like ordered food was always a treat. Like there, we used to get, um, there's a restaurant here called Leona's that we used. It's like a sort of a chain restaurant. We used to order from there a lot because there's one down the street from our apartment. And I would get like these really good chicken fingers, but they also came with like seasoned wedge fries. Mm-hmm. It was like really good. Honestly, anytime we got something that wasn't like, you know, it seems like a treat, right? Like, yeah. wasn't in the normal. Yeah. It's like, like oh man, it's, it's a special yeah, thing. Yeah. Because you like call and then the, you wait for the food and then the food comes and it's like, there's food. And then you like sit in front of the TV and watch like yeah. TGIF and eat. For some reason, that reminds me. Did you ever have those kid cuisine things? Yeah, I did. They're awful. They're horrible. They're so bad. But I just like you mentioned sitting in front of the TV, and I was yeah. thinking of TV trays. Yeah, I was never really into TV trays. I think I like I would tell my parents that I wanted kid cuisine sometimes because I was like, these are fun, and they like there's a cool penguin on the box, and yes. like the like the brownie, but then the brownie is always like burnt and awful. Yeah, like the food wasn't good. Yeah, because like you put all of it in the microwave all yes. at once and like everything gets cooked unevenly. Yes. And then like it's all mashed together because yes. the tray falls apart and melts. I think I loved it because in the same the same reason I love Lunchables and the same reason I like uh-huh. mentioned the bento box thing is yeah. that I love things in compartments. Yeah. Yeah, well, Lunchables was always like the, like, if a kid just brought a Lunchable to lunch, then they were like, you'd think that they were like the cool kid because they yes. were like, they could get Lunchables. From but their they parents. were just the hungry kid because it was yeah, never enough. <laughs> yeah. And also they were like, not the cool kid because like, it's, it's way cooler to have parents who will pack you a, a nutritious lunch mm-hmm. with like grapes in a bag. Something I realized I could do as an adult was just buy Lunchables for myself. I know. So I would just buy them and, like, eat them between classes in college. Yeah. Like, they were so expensive, too. They are very expensive. That's the weird thing about Lunchables. Like, it's... You'd be better off just buying Ritz crackers and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. You can make them yourself. Um, you mentioned a couple, but what's a food you didn't like as a kid and you like now? Okay. Um, I think it was, like... Not into, like, broccoli, unless it had, like, a bunch of cheese on it. Mm -hmm. But now I, like, dig on broccoli. Also, Brussels sprouts, too. Mm -hmm. 
I like recently discovered Brussels sprouts like as an adult and I'm like these are so good. I feel like that one comes up with almost every yeah, single time we like, do this podcast. Yeah. People love Brussels sprouts. Yeah, they're so good. They're really good. And you, when you're a kid, like you almost like want to trick yourself into thinking they're bad because they look so weird and they're mm-hmm. like a green food and everything. Yeah, you don't want to eat vegetables. Yeah. I think a lot of the Brussels sprouts that we grew up with were just bad too. They were like steamed. Yeah. Or like I feel like the best way to make Brussels sprouts is either having them raw. Uh-huh. or roasting them yeah and my parents didn't do either of those yeah. things when i was growing up i really like them raw and it's like i've told people that and they're like what yeah they're uh, so good raw but yeah and it's weird because it is like it's like a mouthful of a thing like it's a real it's like eating a tiny little cabbage i love slicing them up and using them for lettuce sure yeah like you can salad. make a salad yeah. Of, yeah shaved brussels sprouts yeah it's good um okay and what's the last question is what is something you want to try to make Okay. Which I might have um, asked earlier, but I don't remember. I don't think he did. Dang, I would like to try to make like a... It's tough because I'm trying to think of like vegan things I haven't attempted yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and there aren't really many. I have this whole cookbook that I should really get into. It's like the Moosewood restaurant cookbook. Okay. It's like a famous vegetarian restaurant. Yeah, that's the thing is like my my like eating habits are so <laughs> so kind of like simple that I don't have a lot of cooking aspirations yeah but i do like cooking with people so usually if there's like something that like someone wants to make i'm mm-hmm. always down to like have like a cooking party you like the communal it. aspect. yeah i like the communal aspect of it that's like one of those things is like i eat pretty simply when i'm by myself but like you know if you're with people it's like a special occasion it's like yeah. then that's what food is more, when food is more interesting i agree yeah yeah Okay, uh, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, where can people find you online? Mm. They can find me, they can find my work at kevinbudnick.com. Uh, can you my spell last, Budnick Yeah, my last name is B-U-D-N-I-K. There's no C in it. Um, they can find me on Twitter at Knitted Sweater, uh, which I can't explain. I picked that when I was in college and I don't know why. I love that yours and Sarah's are kind of similar. Oh, oh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that every time. I'm like, oh yeah, they're both, we're both sweaters. We're both sweater based. Yeah, and then on Instagram, I'm Kevin underscore Butnick. Perfect. Did you, do you have any like books that you want to promote in particular? Um, yeah, I recently, well, not not really recently anymore, but this year I put out a book called Handbook, which is sort of loosely about uh, some time I spent in therapy for disordered eating. Um, I also have a collection of journal comics out from 1% Press right now that's called Epilogue, and you can Perfect. find that at 1%Press.com. I will link both of those cool. in the description. Awesome. awesome. I'm Lauren. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at J L-O-R-E-M-J-A-Y, and my website is laurenjordan.net. Thanks so much for listening, and happy eating. Uh, we forgot to mention that Kevin has a podcast called tight pencils it's where he interviews uh creative individuals about like their creative process it's a lot of focus on illustrators and comic artists but i was uh on his podcast i believe i was episode six which is hilarious because kevin is also episode six of amuse bush podcast and i swear i didn't plan that Uh, but you can find tight pencils at tight underscore pencils on twitter or uh on you know any podcast app you use Thanks again for listening to Amuse Bouche Podcast. The podcast is recorded and edited by me, Lauren Jordan. The intro music is by Christine Tuna. You can follow her on Twitter at Christine Tuna, 
Christine with a K, tuna like the fish, or visit her website at christinetuna.com. Tuna is spelled T-H-U-N-E dot com. The outro music is by Chris Smith, who creates music as Luno. You can follow him on Twitter at Lunoland or listen to his music at lunomusic.com. And happy eating!